don't act immediately if you get an ask for a donation on Facebook, any kind of social media, if you get a phone call, email, if you do want to donate, do that research. From Money Fit by DRS, it's the Money Fit Podcast, the show about financial education opportunities all around us and practical financial tips right in front of us. I'm your host, Todd Christensen, and on today's show, Rebecca Barr, PR and Communications Manager with the Better Business Bureau, and I talk about scary stuff like disasters, pandemics, frauds, scams, and believe it or not, even puppies. You're going to want to hear this conversation, so stick around. Rebecca Barr moved from Southern California to Idaho after falling in love with the Treasure Valley. She graduated from San Diego State University with a bachelor's degree in communications before starting her career with the Better Business Bureau. As the public relations and communications manager in the Boise area, she focuses on celebrating world-class businesses and helping build a marketplace of trust. Rebecca Barr, welcome again to the Money Fit Podcast. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Well, it's good to have you back. We've had you on before, and it's always good to have our guests back. So as you know, we start each podcast by asking our uh, guests one of our standard opening questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. This question lets out a bit of my Harry Potter geek, but here we go. If you could wave a magic wand in your industry, what spell would you cast? I would say (laughs) in... (laughs) X-ray vision, but X-ray vision so that they can see through cons and bad businesses and really start to see through that kind of pulling the wool over your eyes. That's awesome. That would be helpful and uh, a a very desirable trait to have. Yes. I can totally get that. All right. Well, today we are talking about scams during uh, emergencies, natural disasters, and more recently, the pandemic. So when when a disaster strikes, Rebecca, whether natural or otherwise, it seems seems to bring out mostly the best, but sometimes the worst in, in people. Most will see others in need and or even suffering and want to reach out and help. But could you help our listeners and me perhaps better understand the other side of the events, how emergencies might bring out the worst in others in the form of scams, even uh, downright fraud. Right. Unfortunately, scam artists or scam artists are opportunists. Mm -hmm. So while we're all having anxiety about a pandemic, trying to figure out how we're going to keep safe and healthy, scam scam artists were out there trying to make more than a buck off of all of that. Mm -hmm. And they did a, unfortunately, a great job in 2020. Mm. When, when this happens, how, how can you tell is, is, are, are emergency related or disaster related scams? Do they look any different than other kind of, of scams? Well, one thing that we saw really spike in 2020 is a common scam. We see it all the time, pandemic or no pandemic, but the, again, the strategy behind it and the tactics they use did change a little bit. And that was online purchase scams. Mm -hmm. So 
we were all online a lot more last right, year. Right. 43% of consumers spent more time online become, because of the pandemic and 57% of these consumers spent, spent more dollars online mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. So while we changed our shopping habits, creating it created more opportunities for scammers. And that's where we saw this result of a spike in these online purchase scams. How, how does an online purchase scam work? What does it look like? Well, one example is when these mask mandates came out in the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. masks were very hard to find at first. Mm-hmm. And when something like that is in high demand, scammers take note. Mm-hmm. And we had a surge of reports in the BBB scam tracker. We received claims of price gouging and reports of scam websites selling these masks online, but they were failing to deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, one example is we had someone report that they ordered nearly $200 in masks and they never received the product. Mm-hmm. And the only response they received from the seller was that they were going to be receiving updated shipping information. Of course, they never received never that did. and they never received the product. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, I think I heard the same thing with uh, hand sanitizer back uh, yes. at the beginning as well. And all kinds of PPE products online, P, people, these con artists were able to just put up a legitimate looking but phony website where it looked like, oh, we have these masks, they're high tech, um, medical grade, and they put a price tag on there that's kind of hard to beat and mm-hmm. take people's money and never deliver. Wow. So some of these, uh, it sounds like they can they can show up pretty quickly after, I mean, with the pandemic, it may have taken a, a couple of weeks for us to start realizing what we needed and what we had to buy. But in a natural disaster, mm-hmm. an earthquake or a hurricane, mm-hmm. how quickly are these uh, sites showing up same day, next day, the day before? Yeah, pretty immediately because they are watching the news. Con artists are watching the news. They know what's happening. That's how they make money. And especially when it comes to a natural disaster or something that's going on in the world where people are starting to feel the need to give and donate money, they can easily put up a crowd funding site Mm. claiming that they are helping the victims of that um, issue that's going on. And that's really where we see where people think they're giving their hard earned dollars to some, some cause. And really it's just being swiped out from underneath them. So what is a concerned neighbor community member to do? I mean, how, how can we, Give with confidence when we want to, to be helpful in those situations. Right. So the first thing to do is obviously we always want to do our research before we give. Don't act immediately if you get in. Ask for a donation on Facebook, any kind of social media. If you get a phone call, email. If you do want to donate, do that research. Find out how are they planning to help. Is it a immediate um need? Is it long-term needs that they are trying to help out with? And then with those crowdfunding sites, very little is done to vet the people who are putting those up. So be sure you're giving to the official crowdfunding site that's set up to go directly to the victims. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this means going to the larger organizations, the national charities, because they have more of that 
um, help behind them to get the dollars where they intend to go. A lot of times we hear there's some well-intended community, community members that are setting up these types of sites, um, but then sometimes it gets so big they don't know how to get the money to the people they need to. Mm -hmm. So it's just doing that due diligence and research and making sure that that money is going where you intend it to and not clicking on those links that are unsolicited and out of the blue. That's uh, good, uh, solid advice. So let's say someone has already given money to an organization on an online site. They're not sure if it was legitimate. What uh, are there? What, is there any hope for them? Yeah. So there, of course, the money could very well get to where you think it's going to be, but it's always good to check back with the original source of if it's, if it's a news article or if you're um, speaking directly with the, the family of a victim or the cause and check where they are wanting to receive donations. Sometimes it's directly through a cash app. Sometimes it is a GoFundMe site. And then sometimes it's a larger organization. But if you are in fear of that you donated to a organization that is not legitimate, that's when you can call back your credit card company, call your financial institution and say, I might have given out my financial information mm -hmm. to um, an illegitimate company, and they'll take the proper steps of getting you a new card if needed. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. So as we are, um, as the time of this recording anyway, hopefully coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic and its corresponding economic fallout, what's a related scam that's still making the rounds Americans need that, that Americans may not have heard of yet? Well, this one is reoccurring, but I don't think people understand the impact that it has. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it involves puppies and it is the pet scam. We saw a huge spike in pet scams. Really? happen in 2020 a lot of people were spending more time at home mm -hmm. they were looking to expand their family by adding a furry furry pet to the mm -hmm. um, family and we saw pet scams just soar in we had over 4,000 reports received wow. in 2020 and a lot of times people don't understand why it's such a huge scam and that is because the it's such an elaborate scam the, again, con artists are very easy and quick to put up a website with some cute pictures of puppies, mm -hmm. purebred um, French bulldogs is always a popular one, unfortunately, in mm. these scams. And they put a, a, it's a big price tag on these dogs and people are willing to pay for it because they think they're getting a purebred puppy to add to their family. Mm -hmm. And, um, there is no puppy. They steal these photos off of legitimate websites. They put them up there. They take a deposit. Mm -hmm. um, they also have in this time in during the pandemic, they had they use COVID as a reason why you can't see the dog in person. They also use COVID uh. as a reason why they needed to charge you extra fees because they um, had to take special precautions and mm -hmm. special insurances that didn't exist. And it's just extra heartbreaking when you hear these people who lose hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars mm. thinking they're getting a puppy. And then not, not only are they not getting the puppy, but they've lost all of that money. 
more proof that uh, it just can be heartless out there. Definitely. Okay. Well, Rebecca, thank you for uh, uh, your time and for the information you provided on uh, so that we can avoid, prevent some of these scams in the future. To finish up, what is one practical step or piece of advice recommendation that you would offer to our listeners? That always take a second look. When you're online, pretty pictures might be eye-catching, but you want to know who is behind that site. Take a second look. Oh, I like it. Take a second look. And how can our listeners find you online, Rebecca? You can find us at trust-bbb.org. Excellent. Well, Thank you to my listener, to our listeners for joining us today. I appreciate Rebecca Barr from the Better Business Bureau. And for our listeners, please do join us again for another episode of Money Fit Podcast. Until then, have a great day. Bye.